Hi, I'm Monica Woodhams, and this is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm an influencer consultant, and I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, and industry experts who are making an impact and influencing the world so that we can start to live a life that we are so totally obsessed with. Let's do this. Hey y'all, I'm here today with Sarah Boyd. She's the founder of Simply, a digital network assisting brands with influencer marketing campaigns. Simply has a roster of celebrity bloggers in the digital sphere, and she works with them on media strategy, brand partnerships, and content creation. Simply strives to bring together in a kind environment and provide everyone with the tools to thrive in the fashion and beauty industry. So, Sarah, I'm so excited to chat today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I love podcasts, and yours is uh, definitely one I'm excited about. So, thank you. Yay! Of course, I'm so excited. So, before we dive into Simply, let's do a little this or that. So, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Yoga or bar? Bar. Wine or champagne? Ooh, champagne. <laughs> Instagram posts or Instagram stories? Stories for sure. Mimosa or Bloody Mary? Bloody. <laughs> yes, no one, <laughs> literally no one ever says that. And, and I love I, a spicy bloody, bloody yes. with like celery and like, yes. a, a, like a whole meal on top of it. Yes, and if they don't make it spicy, I am so, dis- like, what's the point? Same. <laughs> <laughs> Takeout or cooking? Uh, cooking most times. Do you have a go-to? Well, we use uh, one of those delivery services, Plated. Oh, yeah. So it actually yeah. makes it fun. I know. I need to start doing that more because it. I just hate grocery shopping is my thing. I do too. Well, when I do grocery shop, I discovered Amazon Fresh and all of those apps that you don't actually yeah. have to grocery shop. So that's kind of changed yep. my life. Oh, yeah. When I lived in LA, I was doing Instacart way too often mm-hmm. for it to be acceptable. <laughs> I love and it. And then the, the last one is leather or denim jacket. Mm, denim jacket. Love it. Awesome. Okay. So let's dive in into Simply, into your journey, your background was in fashion PR. So totally makes sense that you have created Simply, but let's take it back to when it was an idea and you were about to launch it. So how did that come to be? Yeah, I remember it was about seven years ago now, which is crazy to even think about. Um, But yeah, I was in uh, the day-to-day grind of PR and building all of these brands. And on a daily basis, I was working with, um, you know, celebrities and stylists and bloggers when they were literally first starting. There's only a few of them here in LA. Mm -hmm. And I really thought that these kind of like behind-the-scenes trendsetters were really so cool and so innovative. And they were really the ones, you know, starting all of these trends that you see in stores and and online. So I wanted to create a platform um, to connect everyone because that's truly like I've been a connector since I was five years old. Um, and what I love doing is connecting people in the industry. And that's obviously why I was in PR, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. So 
yeah, I found myself in PR always connecting and I wanted to do it on, on a larger scale. Um, I was also running across a lot of like not so nice people and it's kind of the MO in fashion and beauty. Like you kind of have to be mean, which is not how I like to work or how I like to live my life. Um, so I wanted to create something, you know, it was, it was a safe place. It was about kindness and connection. And, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have a sister that got me in the industry, but I met so many people that were so talented. Um, they just didn't have the right connections. So yeah. uh, putting all of those loves and ideas together, um, I thought of Simply, it was called Simply Stylist back then, and um, it was a conference to connect all of these industry hopefuls with, um, you know, the the people that are at the top of their game. So the big designers, the big editors, the big stylists, the bloggers, all these people you really can't go to school to be. You kind of have to know someone to get your foot in the door. So that was right. really the mission and 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 why I started the conference and. I had no idea if, if other people wanted that. I, I knew I would have wanted that when I was starting out. And our first mm-hmm. conference, we had 750 people there. So I kind of was like, okay, I think people need this. Yeah, and, um, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was great. And, and I just love that the, the tone is set with, with kindness and empowering and connection. And um, people mm-hmm. really left with new relationships and they're not scared to kind of go up and talk to someone because that's really the whole point of this event. Yeah. To really meet these new relationships. And it helped people on the panel as well because they might be looking for a new assistant or someone that's really hungry. And obviously if they're at our event, they took that extra step to be there and, and they are someone that's hungry to be in the industry. A hundred percent. This really hits home with me a lot because my, so when I was in corporate, I was in, I was an assistant buyer for Neiman Marcus and that was my dream. Fashion just was what, since I was 12, I knew I was meant to do. Mm -hmm. And you're right. The fashion industry isn't always the nicest. And that was part of the reason that I left is that like, I feel like my heart kind of got deflated but had I known some, you know, like that there's other people out there who also want to, you know, run their careers in a kind way that's about meeting new people. It's not about you're better than so-and-so or your ego is, or their ego is too big. Like it would be really intimidating to even make eye contact with them. I think that that's really inspiring to even keep people in, you know, the industry that they set out to be in that's really what they've always wanted to do instead of kind of getting defeated or deflated in a way yeah no it's it's awesome especially when you set the tone that way and and me working in PR it's definitely an industry that you know the MO is like you've got to be mean and yeah in order to get what you need for your client. And I just wasn't that person. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone told me I was crazy for being so nice to everyone. But I think, you know, that's the way to live life. You don't want to go home right. and, and feel icky when, you know, after a day of work. I want to feel good and feel like I've been helping people and changing lives. Absolutely. So when, after you had the first conference and you are like, oh my gosh, over 700 people showed up for this, what did you realize was the next step to just keep this momentum going? Yeah, so I kind of listened to, you know, the requests that we were getting. So we had a lot of requests for New York, 
Um, so as soon as LA wrapped, we went to New York. And I'm a little bit fearless, which sometimes isn't the best thing, but <laughs> I just would kind of jump into it. I'm like, yeah, let's try New York. I had no idea the cost or I didn't have an event planning background. I didn't really know how to do a conference. You know, I was just kind of guessing along the way and trying trial and error. Um, so yeah, so that's what we did. I just jumped right in and, and we did New York and. From there, we did Chicago, we did Dallas, we're now in Dubai, we've done Miami, Orange County, so we can kind of pop up anywhere at this point and just, you know, we've continued to grow our community and um, it's it's been incredible to watch over the last few years um, just to see now that we're international, it's, it's really cool to look back and, and think about where we started. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the really cool takeaways that you've seen um, people walk away with when they attend the event? So we've actually had a number of really uh, success successful um, case studies. <clears throat> we've actually had a few people that bought tickets um, to one of our early day conferences um, sitting in the audience. And then a couple of years later, they're on the panel. Oh um, one of them, yeah. So one of them is actually Cezanne Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved from Dallas, just moved to LA, knew no one, and came to our event. I don't know how she heard about us. And she sat in the audience. I think it was Ami Song that was on the panel, and Brad Goreski, and Louise Rowe, and I can't remember the rest. But um, she was in the audience, just like, hey, I'm new to LA, here to network. And then she was on our Chicago panel. She's on our upcoming LA panel. She went to Dubai with us. She was on that panel. And she's got, you know, she's amassed millions of followers and just created such an incredible brand. And, um, you know, she's amazing. But she started just, you know, in the seats as an attendee. So that's one really fun um, success story. Another one is um, Mariana Hewitt. I remember she was at that same conference. She was interviewing the red carpet as a host Mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. And then now, of course, she's massive. Um, And and then we've had a few uh, brand connections. So um, like a shoe brand was on site and then a makeup brand was also on site. They They talked, you know, throughout the day. And then I remember I went in to have a meeting with the brand and both of them are there. They're doing this huge collaboration together. So, you know, on the brand level, there's connections, attendee connections. Of course, all the speakers become really close. We do a speaker's dinner. They all get to know each other on the panel and then that builds those connections. So I love it when I see everyone, you know, connecting after the conference and then, of course, connecting on social media throughout and afterwards. It's just really, um, you know, it's, it's awesome to see that. Yeah, and that's really what it is about at the end of the day is, yes, you're making these initial connections in person, but then it's taking that to that next step of continuing the conversation. Right. So that's really awesome. And so what can people expect from the LA event coming up in August? What are you really excited about for this one specifically? So this one I'm super excited about. We changed um, the scheduling a little bit. So now, instead of just choosing, you know, at any sort of panel breakout, you choose your track. So you can either choose the influencer track 
or the digital marketing track. So it keeps it really focused based on what you're looking to do as a brand. So if you're, you know, a social media manager for a brand, you take the digital influencer track or the digital marketing track. Mm -hmm. And if you're wanting to be a blogger, you take the influencer track. So you kind of pick which track so then it's really focused in on what you want as opposed to hearing different panels that might not be a fit. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It's our first time doing that. I'm also very excited that Who What Where is our media partner. So we're going to have their brand on site, their editors, their team. Um, they're going to be, you know, doing stories about us on their website. So that's really, really exciting. Um, and I just, I love being in LA. It's like mm-hmm. where we're all based. And then some of our speakers that I'm super excited about, we haven't announced all of them yet. Um, but we've got, uh, Cezanne, as I mentioned, we've got Lo Bosworth, Lauren Elizabeth, who's a big YouTuber, um, Lauren Bushnell, um, Ale La Chula, she's got millions of followers. Um, we've got the social media director for Bando. We've got the head of Awesomeness TV. Uh, oh, we've got Anna Tran, who's the social media director at, um, uh, Revolve Clothing, who kills it. Um, and Puno from People Maps. We've got some really, really amazing people um, speaking, and uh, yeah, they they know what they're talking about. So I think <laughs> it, I think it'll be um, really exciting to hear from everyone. And, and we keep announcing more speakers every week. This is just who I can share right now. But um, yeah. yeah, everyone can head to our website and and make sure that they can see who's updated. That's amazing. It's so exciting, and so. You have multiple branches at Simply. So yes, you have the conferences and of course the upcoming conference in LA, August 11th, right? Yep. Okay, awesome. And so what what would you say are the other, how would you break down the other branches that you have? Because you do work with influencers and brands in multiple ways mm-hmm. and you have the masterclass. So I want to make sure that we kind of cover all the bases um, so first, let's just break down how you structure Simply. Yeah, so it basically branches into two divisions. So there's our digital network, which is um, our agency side where we represent and manage and advise celebrity influencers. So we've got about 19 clients on that roster, um, ranging from Alessandra Ambrosio to Kat Sadler, Jamie Chung, Lauren Bushnell, um, Olivia Colpo, and um, a few more. <clears throat> so... With them, we help with their sponsored content. We help, you know, everything in the digital space. We help them, um, you know, manage and oversee. And then also brands can work with us to help cast campaigns, whether it's our network or whether it's outside of our network. So um, we can kind of do the same thing with brands, whether it's um, consulting with them or putting together their influencer strategy. Um, So that's one arm of our business. And then the other arm is you know, our teaching aspect, which is our conferences, and then, of course, our masterclass and online courses, which we're just mm-hmm. launching. Um, actually, when this airs, it'll be next week, so everyone will have to come take our free masterclass. Yes. Um, yeah, we're really excited about that. It's an online course. Uh, the first one is on fashion styling, so whether you want to be a celebrity stylist, a personal stylist, um, you know, any sort of stylist. Uh, this is definitely the class to take, and we've partnered with Anita Patrickson, who styles Julianne Huff, um, Ruby Rose, so many amazing people. So she's teaching it, um, and it's going to be awesome. So yeah. we put a lot of hours into that. It's been really um, a lot of a lot of planning and and preparation, and we're super excited to be announcing that 
um, next week. I love that. What inspired adding master classes to the teaching portion of what you do? Yeah. So for years, we did um, what we called Simply Stylist Sessions, okay. um, which were in-person courses. And every month we would do a different topic ranging from, say, Photoshop to how to do social media to how to, um, you know, edit your photos. And we would always do different topics taught by an expert. Um, but they were in person and we had so many requests for people in other countries or um, you know, places outside of LA that really wanted to be a part of it, but couldn't. So mm -hmm. that was really the inspiration, um, is to, to really build something robust and offer it online to anyone. Yeah, totally. And that just makes it so much more, you know, if you're not ready to go to the conference yet, or if there's a conflict of time, it's like, you can still be learning and still get into this space. And then when, you know, the next conference, opens up for example it's like you're already comfortable with the simply network and you're yeah. just like okay no brainer i'm in totally so, yeah it's it makes life a lot easier just to kind of dip your toe into you know if you want to be a stylist or yeah any of you know any of these industries that we're going to be launching for online courses it's it gives you a just you know just enough to be dangerous and then if you want to take the full <laughs> course then you can really start your new career and you don't have to be in LA. Right. You don't have to, you know, spend hundreds of thousands for college, you know, for that program. It's really about learning directly from the source because that's honestly, you know, if you want to be a stylist or a blogger or anything, learn directly from the source, intern yep. and, you know, get your hands dirty. It's, you know, school can only teach you so much. You really have to jump in, um, you know full force. I completely agree with that, especially because when switching careers, I think our tendency is that habit to be like, well, I'll just go to school and then I'll have the credibility. I'll have the knowledge to actually do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But I would even say when it comes to school, especially when you're doing a career change, you have to just dive in and do the work or else the classes, you're not going to be able to apply real world experience to that. And you're just going to basically be listening and absorbing information, but not even understanding how to, you know, apply it. Right. So I think that that's really important. Just go straight to the source. Just get your hands dirty because, I mean, there's only so much studying a case study can really do, Right. A thousand percent. So Anita, the one that's teaching this course, mm -hmm. um, we actually used to do them in person. It used to be a three-day course that we do in LA and New York. And it was amazing. I mean, by the end of the course, like they, we gave them a certificate. They became a stylist, like legit yeah. working. Um, we're all crying by the end. Everyone's like <laughs> best friends. They actually did a photo shoot. So we're like, oh this gosh. is amazing. But, you know, Anita and I didn't have time to you know, dedicate to doing these online course or these in-person courses that totally. much every year, but yeah. there was still so much interest. So we wanted to move it to online and, and really, um, you know, she's amazing. She's such a great teacher and she really, um, just goes straight to exactly what you need to know. She, uh, in the masterclass, she's going to bust five myths that like you think you need to know to be a stylist, but you don't, you know. So it, it's really awesome. It's going to be like 16 hours of content for this online course. So, wow. you know, when people finish it, they can they can really start their career. Yeah. So it's, and it's at a fraction of a price of the price of going to a college to be a stylist. Yeah. Or even picking up and moving all your yeah. things. 
exactly. because that because that is another thing that I think keeps people from really pursuing their career, their dream career sometimes is that they feel like, well, I can't do it where I live right now. And I also can't just pick up and move somewhere and giving them permission that it's like, actually, you can do this anywhere. Yes, It's just a matter of taking that step and taking action. That's Mm -hmm. what's going to set you forward. That's actually what I've learned in my career and by doing the conferences and doing everything that I do, it's like half of it is just doing it. Yeah. Or I would say 99% is just doing it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are very scared and, you know, yes, there's reason to be and you should be cautious, but, you know, you'll get so much further if you just take a risk and and try or, you know, jump. And and that's the hardest part for so many people. Um, So, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, when I started this podcast, I had actually moved back from L.A. to Kansas City, and I thought, shit, like, (laughs) I want to launch this podcast where I want to interview people, and now I'm in Kansas City. Should I have stayed in L.A.? Should I go back to L.A.? And it was like, okay, stop the excuses. There's this thing called the internet. Right. Technology <laughs> like, is very advanced. <laughs> like, I don't have to do in-person interviews. It's not the end of the world. And then, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, then I can always fly out for and do interviews there every once in a while. But it's not the end of the world. I just have to rip off the Band-Aid and do it. Mm-hmm. And... Had I not done that, I wouldn't have had, like, really amazing influencers on this podcast, celebrities, Bachelor contestants, like, and Mm -hmm. it's all, it was all in my head that just because I'm in Kansas City, I can't keep pursuing what I'm doing. Well, good thing you did, because here we are today. I know, I know, and now I'm in D.C., and then I picked up and moved to D.C., so. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like, I love anything that's not restricted based on your location I think that we're so lucky today that we really do create we are able to create a career for ourselves where we can have it be a part of our lifestyle a hundred percent yeah I think about that all the time and you know it's only going to get better as technology advances and and all of that so yeah I think you know it's so exciting everything everything that is happening with technology um but then on the flip side, you kind of do miss that in-person connection, right? A hundred percent, That's why it's like everyone's on their phones. I see I have two stepsons, and they literally do not take their face out of their phone. And even my two-year-old daughter, she's, like, becoming addicted. I'm like, yeah. no, no. But so it is nice to have, like, our conference and, and things like that to yeah. still have some sort of in-person connection because that really is what builds connections with people you know email and phone calls can only do so much but if you have that in-person interaction it really uh builds a strong relationship a thousand percent yeah I'm actually heading to LA tomorrow to um host an event for my clients there just so that they can all meet in person and because they are all behind their computers all day so with your conference I think that that's like one of the biggest compelling points is just getting to meet other people who are doing what you're doing and Mm -hmm. people who are 
steps ahead of you to get that inspiration in person. Because even if we're just following someone on Instagram, for example, who inspires us, yes, that's really inspiring. But I think that takes it to another level when you get to be there sitting in person and hearing them speak. And it's like, they're speaking with you. And I think that's a super powerful, like goosebumps kind of moment. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. And you know, it used to be the celebrities that people felt that way about, but now I see, my gosh, the YouTubers and the bloggers, like they're becoming the new celebrity. It's so true. So you've been in this industry since basically it started. So how have you seen that shift happen? Is this something that you always saw coming? I always really saw um, the stylist being someone that was, you know, the the real trendsetter. Mm-hmm. And I did see, you know, the very beginning days of blogging. I was just so intrigued. Like, mm-hmm. how does this work? Like, how? I don't understand it, but I think it's really cool. I didn't know too much because it was literally when, like, five bloggers existed here yeah. in LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember, like, Peace Love Shay, we met up and we did, like, a little photo shoot together. And I'm like, wow, this is her life every day. This is pretty crazy. So, um you know, now, of course, I understand how it all works and, and all of that. But, you know, it, I, I think it's cool. They paved their own way and everyone just gave them so much crap in the beginning, especially the mm-hmm. editors and the magazines. And Oh, yeah. Remember now. those articles that would yes. go out? Oh, my gosh. Those were so intense. Like, yeah. But they kept, you know, they stuck with it. And that's, yep. I think, the lesson to learn is, like, stick with it and believe in who you are and what you do and be authentic and and just keep going because I mean if I gave up after my first you know uh, conference that went wrong or if something didn't work I would not be where I am today so you know that's that's the thing like just if you find what you truly love that's really hard to find is your true passion and what you love doing stick with it because if you hang in there long enough, it it will it will happen and it will it will become a reality for you. Absolutely. What would you say for someone who, you know, they they're at that point where they're borderline, they could go full-time with their blog, but they're just kind of on the fence uncertain and feeling like but now like it's so saturated and then there's like the mega influencers and I'm never going to be able to compete with her. What advice do you have for someone who's at that level? Um, well, that level right now, you are on top of the world because the trend <laughs> now with every every single brand is micro influencers. I mean, I have less than 10,000 followers and I just got booked on campaigns. So it is a very good time because the smaller influencers have way more conversion and way more engagement than the micro or the macro. So brands are, that's, that's definitely the buzzword at this point is, mm-hmm. um, is, are those influencers. So I would suggest signing up to a lot of those different websites that, um, you know, you can input your information and, and different campaigns will come your way. So there's like blog Lovin, there's four card, there's, um, ambassador there you know there's a ton if you just google um and get signed up on all of them and if you can get you know 500 here 200 bucks there 500 and just keep yourself busy brands will start discovering you and just staying authentic and like you know continuing to build and hone in on what your niche is and um not being like everyone else and figuring out what that what that um 
niches of you of, of what's authentic. So, like for me, I think I'm getting booked because I'm a female entrepreneur. That's yeah. a, a huge buzzword right now, you know. And um, so I'm just trying to stay true to that. I'm not trying to be an influencer, but hey, if things come my way, I'll do it. Right. And yeah. you know, and and I think if people can think that way and not trying to be like their favorite blogger. Um, just be you and and figure out what that um, that target is and, and continue to reach out to those types of brands, you know, instead of just waiting for things to come to you, be proactive, start pitching yourself, put together a media kit and really focus on it like it's a full-time job. Like wake up every day, mm-hmm. get your clothes on, even if you're working from home yep. and um, treat it like a job and pitch yourself and um and more things will come, you know. Sometimes when you remove that full-time job, it frees up so much time, things will just fall into place. And I know it's scary. It is the scariest thing. Like, when I quit my job, I was freaking out. Um, <laughs> but but how many hours, at least 40 hours a week, then opens up for you to focus on your true passion and your true goal. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And, and those 40 hours, when it's in a space that is just, like, your passion that you would just mm-hmm. do anything for – it's it's like you had 80 hours you can do yeah. so much more and do it yeah. so, with so much more intention and you're not having all these distractions so that's such a good point what advice do you have for bloggers to have long-term relationships with brands what can they do to make sure that the partnership you know after all is said and done the instagram post is posted the blog post is posted what can bloggers really do to keep that relationship going? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So what I've seen with our talent is um, definitely over delivering. And, you know, if you're booked to do one Instagram story and one Instagram, do two stories or maybe three and really build it in authentically into your life. So say it's a beauty brand. um, You know, maybe when you get the package, you do a little story of an unboxing and say like, oh my gosh, thank you so much, XYZ brand for sending this to me. And maybe that's not your contract, but it was a little bonus for them. Um, so I think that really goes a long way because, you know, these brands are st- they're spending a lot of money. And sometimes it doesn't translate to sales. They understand right. that. But um, just giving them a little extra so they feel like you're invested as well, I think goes a long way. Um, also sending a thank you note or a thank you gift if it was a large collaboration. Um some sort of thank you to them is huge. And then providing analytics as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it did perform really well and you got, you know, tons of swipe ups from an Instagram story, share that with them. Because then usually you're working with an agency that has to report back to their clients. The right. more ammunition that you can give them to prove that you are a success, the better, because then you'll be booked on the next one. And, um, and then the final point I would say is um, get so what we have is called Streak, and it's uh, you can add it into your Gmail. You can also get Boomerang, and as soon as you finish a campaign, Boomerang it or or like set a reminder to follow up in like a month, and just touch base and be like, "Hey, are you local? Let's grab a coffee." Or you know, not asking, "Hey, can I get paid?" But just touching right. base to always kind of be top of mind to them. Um, you know, follow them on Instagram, whoever the account manager is, and comment and like on their post. Because you never know what campaigns they have going on and you want to be top of mind at all times. Right. I love that. So kind of on that note, one thing that I don't think gets talked a lot about is 
let's say that you have a partnership with a brand and maybe it kind of fell short. Like maybe you didn't get the engagement on the post about that product that you thought you would. Maybe people just didn't really see that post that day or didn't really engage with their Instagram stories. How do you then go to the brand when you know like it could have performed better? I know. That's always an awkward conversation mm-hmm. to have. And it, um, no one talks about it. No. And I, what we do we're our, with our clients is we set expectations from the front, from the beginning. And we say, okay, yeah. up front, we say, look, you know, you cannot expect, you know, this many sales. Like, this is strictly, um, you know, brand promotion or brand awareness. You can then use this image and pitch it out to get press around it. But do not walk into this thinking you're going to sell X amount based on their following and their engagement, because that doesn't always happen. It could Mm -hmm. be the wrong time. It could be the wrong image. It could be the wrong, you know, anything could fall short. Um, Or they could see the post and might not buy it at that moment. And they might buy it two weeks later. So it's hard to calculate um, the exact ROI. And it's always tough when those brands are so analytically driven. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we always try to set up the uh, expectations up front. So then you don't have to have that awkward conversation. And they're like, yep, totally get it. It's all about brand awareness. If we don't sell any, I don't mind. So then they're not, you know, set up for failure. Yeah. I like that a lot about setting the tone and setting the expectations right from the very beginning. And I think that sometimes, influencers can get really excited about the collaboration and they just kind of just like jump ahead and just like, okay, I'm in ready. I'm ready for you to send me the product. Um, but really having that professional conversation of like, okay, like let's really break this down, make sure it's a good fit, make sure we both are on the same page with the outcome Mm -hmm. that can really like transform the relationship from brand to influencer. Yeah. One example I have of that um, is one of our clients loved this swimsuit line and they wanted to do a collaboration with her. And um, the her sweet spot for um, posts are usually products that are under $100. She didn't realize that the suits were over $100. Like they're mm-hmm. kind of expensive, mm-hmm. which probably should have said at the beginning, probably not a good fit, even though they're really cute. Um, so her style, but just a little too expensive. Um, she realized that right before we started and she's like, Oh, I don't think my audience is going to buy this. And sure enough, the sales weren't where they needed to be or where they projected them to be. So, you know, we did a little bit extra and, and tried to help where we could. But, um, that is a great example of knowing your audience and knowing what they will buy, what they won't buy. And the, you know, if you post all high end products, you can look at your analytics through award style or shop style and see Mm -hmm. what people are buying. Um, if no one's buying anything over a hundred dollars, you probably shouldn't do a campaign with a brand that's over a hundred dollars. Right. Totally. I like you. I think still you can still share your personal style and share those products. But again, when it comes to that brand partnership, really knowing exactly what what those numbers are, knowing what your audience is doing. And I think that comes down to putting your business hat on. I think a lot of times um, when we're doing something that's kind of like ourselves, we're so in the day-to-day of just what we need to get done. Sometimes we forget to put that business CEO hat on that's like, okay, let's look at the big picture and make sure we're making decisions as a business owner and not just as someone who's just piecing things together. Exactly. Yeah. Just, 
I know it's hard to say no to money and to turn out anything. <laughs> I get it, especially as, you know, an up and coming blogger, influencer. But, mm-hmm. you know, you want a successful partnership. And that's really yeah. the goal. You want a long term partner. So they come back and they're like, I want to book you for a year exclusively and, you know, and build it out to something big like that, as opposed to these one off campaigns that are falling short. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when it comes to learning more about this, is this something that they can also expect to hear at the Simply LA conference? Just more like how to really like make sure you have these solid partnerships and how to be the best influencer you can be in a way. Yes, 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 yes. So we have um, tons of different panels, the whole schedules on our website. Um, but yeah, we have some of the biggest influencers talking about, you know, how how their campaigns work, how they monetize, how um, we have a whole panel with micro influencers. So it's a little bit. Oh, more awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a new one that we've added because a lot of people are like, great. Yeah. Ami Song knows how to engage with their audience. Yeah. She has 5 million followers. Like, how do I do it with, <laughs> yeah. you know, with less than 100,000? So, yeah, we have a a panel on that. We have a panel on how to grow your engagement, how to land your first deal and how to negotiate, um, how to grow your business, how to monetize, how to build content that sells. I mean, we've got so much um, in terms of panels and, and everything that they could definitely learn from. Amazing. And you have a special something for the audience if they are ready to book those tickets to the conference. Um, and that is a promo code. Yes. So, uh, yes. yeah, you want to so break the, it down for them? Yes. So if you go to our website and you type in, uh, wait, where is I? Influencer the, Girl. Influencer yes. Girl. Sorry. No, you're if you good. Type in, <laughs> if you type in Influencer Girl, everyone's going to get 15% off their ticket. Yes. So that is um, a decent chunk of uh, change because the tickets are 350 um, if you want to do the panels and, and breakout sessions and everything. So you'll save 15% of that um, if you use the Influencer Girl promo code. Amazing. And y'all, I am a huge, huge advocate for in-person experiences and conferences and just the connections that you make and, you know, what happens after the conference that part is priceless honestly some of my best friends I've met at conferences so yeah I'm a huge huge fan of this and I think that that really changes the game when you have a job that is behind the computer screen so I'm so thankful for you to offer that to the audience because I really do think that it's a game changer Yay. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Well, you have to come too. I know. I know. I'm like and literally you your audience there. I know. I know. That would be really fun to do like a little meetup beforehand. Yes. So to wrap these up, I love to do two lifestyle questions. And the first one is, what was your morning routine today? Oh, gosh. Today, <laughs> um, <laughs> today, so my morning routine pretty much every morning is I sleep until about 6.15. My husband leaves super early. Um, he has to commute a long way to Orange County every day. So he leaves early, give him a little kiss goodbye, and then I hear boom, 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 <laughs> knock, knock. And it's my two-year-old Aww. climbing into bed with me at around 6.30. And I just smother her in kisses and snuggle her for like 15 minutes. And, and then she's like, Mama, phone. So Aww. then she wants to play games on my phone. 
<laughs> and I sneak more kisses. And then um, our nanny gets there at around 7, and um, she takes over. I get ready. We, uh, what did I have this morning? I had uh, some oatmeal and some tea and got into the office, dropped my uh, stepson off at um, his mom's house, and then uh, got into the office around 8.30, and uh, here we are. Amazing. Love it. And then the last one is, what is your favorite lifestyle hack or tip or trick? This can literally be beauty, wellness, business, fashion, literally anything. Um... My favorite business hack is, uh, I tell this on all the panels that I sit on and everyone's like ferociously writing it down. <laughs> um, it's, it's called Clearbit. Oh. Uh, it's C-L-E-A-R-B-I-T. And it's okay. like a uh, Google add-on to your Gmail. And you can use that to find pretty much anyone's contact information. Oh, so if you're like my me, gosh. Yeah. Yes. If you're like me, I'm like, wait, who works with this brand? And we pay a lot of money for like Fashion Monitor and all those sites. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're not updated. No, um, yeah. So to save you all that money, you could just type in there. You don't have to find them on LinkedIn and, and add them and message them or like Google press release with the PR contact. This is literally like game changer and it's free. Oh, my gosh. That's yes. insane. I'm... This is very exciting. My first, <laughs> my first internships were um, at PR agencies in LA because that, that's the route that I thought I was going to go originally before buying. But this was back in like 2008, 2009 when like Google wasn't that powerful and like most yeah. websites didn't have that much information so i learned to literally be a detective when it came to email addresses totally i know <laughs> i think anyone that works in pr like knows how to find a contact information yeah. if they need it so yeah. i'm the same when i found clearbit i was like what this is amazing that is so yeah. cool okay downloading that asap uh i'll yep. link that in the show notes y'all because y'all are probably like ready to download that too so, but yeah, thank you so much, Sarah. Where can everyone find you? Where can, again, they uh, sign up for tickets for the conference? And where can they learn more about you, really? Yeah. Um, okay. So the Simply website is just simply-inc.com. And you can click on conferences, and that's where you can get your tickets. Make sure to enter your 15% off code. Um, and then you can also get our masterclass there. You can learn about our digital network. Everything that we talked about is there. Um, and then on Instagram, we're at Simply. And then I am at Sarah P. Boyd, S-A-R-A-H-P-B-O-Y-D. Amazing. Um, so follow along there. If you have any questions for me, DM me. Um, I'm happy to answer anything or help you. Um, I am a connector. So yes. however I can help with anyone out there um, struggling. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah. I love chatting today. Thank you. Me too. This is fun. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free tips and trainings, head over to monicawoodhams.com slash podcast. You'll be able to learn more about this week's guest and how to connect with her as well. Talk soon, y'all.